Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello, welcome to a new series all about EMF energy, electromagnetic field energy. The subject of EMFs is very important and very controversial for a number of reasons. The biggest reason is damage to cells of the human body, making EMFs the underlying cause for many serious health issues. But we'll get into all that as we go along. Here's what's coming up in this episode. What is EMF energy? Confusion about EMF exposure. EMF radiation and health hazards. How does EMF exposure damage your cells? EMFs and specific systems in your body. And finally, what can you do to limit EMF exposure? So let's get started with what is EMF energy? EMF energy is electromagnetic field radiation. According to the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, EMFs are defined as, quote, invisible areas of energy, often referred to as radiation, that are associated with the use of electrical power, end of quote. EMFs are classified into two categories. The first category is low-frequency EMF radiation, non-ionizing radiation that has a lower frequency than visible light. This is given off by devices such as smart meters, computers, microwave ovens, Bluetooth, cell phones, Wi-Fis, MRIs, and power lines. The second category is high-frequency EMF radiation, ionizing radiation, which has higher frequencies than visible light. This includes X-rays, gamma rays, and UV light. EMF radiation is invisible, and it's all around you 24-7, which makes it almost impossible to completely avoid, although you can limit the exposure. You're exposed to it all day long, whether you are in public places or inside your own home. EMF energy creates high exposure to microwave radiation from baby monitors, cell towers, power lines, cell phones, laptops, smart meters, cordless phones, Wi-Fi routers, and many other wireless devices. RF EMF, radio frequency electromagnetic field, is a type of EMF that often refers to cell phones and cell towers. Let's talk about the confusion about EMF exposure. It's important to note that ionizing radiation has been known for many decades to be hazardous. An example is dental x-rays, which is why the dental hygienist puts a lead apron on the patient before taking an x-ray. Another example is when bare skin is overexposed to the sun's powerful UV rays, the skin burns. EMFs that are non-ionizing were originally thought to be safe and not dangerous back in the 1970s. Since then, scientists have learned exactly how EMFs work and have found them to be very dangerous to health. Many people are confused about the health risks associated with EMFs. The telecommunications industry has used sophisticated and powerful lobbying efforts to manipulate federal regulatory agencies, mainstream media, public health authorities, and professionals. This has led to widespread confusion about the effects of EMFs. 
According to scientists and medical experts, the current safety standards for EMFs that are in place today are not anywhere near stringent enough, based on research studies about how EMFs affect the body's cells. I'll talk more about that in a couple of minutes. The negative health impacts of EMFs are not immediately obvious, but develop gradually and become more obvious over time, much the same way as the negative effects of cigarette smoking. The widespread continuous use of cell phones everywhere has a cumulative effect. Let's talk about EMF radiation and health hazards. The type of EMF radiation that comes from cell phones and other wireless devices is microwave in the range of 2 to 5 gigahertz. It is continuously being emitted from various other devices as well, including Bluetooth devices, baby monitors, cell towers, cordless phones, Wi-Fi routers, and smart thermostats. People who live close to cell towers have a higher risk of health issues from EMF radiation. Unfortunately, the risk is not limited to just people who live in the immediate area of a cell tower. Cell towers can emit high-frequency microwaves, which can travel up to 45 miles over level terrain and can penetrate metal and brick. EMF microwave radiation from wireless technology triggers free radicals and causes damage to your cells, which leads to cell mitochondrial dysfunction. Many negative health effects and serious health issues have been on the rise since the 1980s. They could be linked to the steady increase in EMFs everywhere, particularly from the ever-expanding presence of cell towers and the extremely high use of cell phones. The health effects and serious health issues include ADHD, Alzheimer's disease, anxiety, autism, bipolar disease in youth, brain health issues including memory loss, brain tumors, cardiac arrhythmias and cardiovascular disease, celiac disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, diabetes, fibromyalgia, headaches, hypothyroidism, infertility, lupus, osteoarthritis, sleep disorders, including sleep apnea. EMF radiation can be particularly harmful for pregnant women and their unborn child, who is at risk for ADHD and autism, behavioral issues, emotional issues, and social issues. So how does EMF exposure damage your cells? For many years, decades actually, studies have been done on EMFs, specifically the mechanism by which they affect the body's cells and what makes them so damaging. Some literature on EMFs has suggested that EMFs have a thermal effect, sort of like cooking your cells. This has been found to be false. There is no thermal effect on the body from EMFs. There are two ways that EMFs work, which greatly affect the body's cells. Number one, EMFs act something called voltage-gated calcium channels, known as VGCCs for short. And number two, EMFs increase calcium signaling, which causes problems. EMFs activate voltage-gated calcium channels, VGCCs, which are channels in the outer membrane of your body's cells. Within the structure of the VGCCs, there is a voltage sensor which is highly sensitive to the electrical forces of the EMFs. The VGCC's voltage sensor is so 
so sensitive that it takes an extremely small or weak amount of EMFs to activate it. This extreme sensitivity triggers activation, which opens the VGCC and allows calcium ions to flow into the cell. Today's safety standards on EMFs are not accurate or sufficient. They allow a far too high level of EMFs, which is not healthy. Why? Today's safety standards do not take into consideration the extreme sensitivity of the VGCC's voltage sensor and the incredibly low amount of EMFs needed to activate it, flooding the cells with calcium ions. Normally, the body's cells have a low concentration of calcium. EMF activation of VGCCs allows an excessive amount of calcium ions into the cells, which causes most or maybe all of the damaging biological effects of EMFs. When the cells are flooded with calcium ions, biological trauma takes place. Here is the chain reaction that happens. First, there is excess calcium signaling, increasing intracellular calcium. Then there is an increase in nitric oxide, NO. When nitric oxide is kept at a certain level, it has many health benefits for the body. When excessive amounts of nitric oxide are produced, they can interact with superoxide. When nitric oxide reacts with superoxide, it forms peroxynitrite, an extremely potent oxidant stressor. Peroxynitrites break down to form three different types of active free radicals. Peroxynitrites can also do other damage by modifying molecules and proteins and have been linked to serious health issues like ALS, atherosclerosis, and inflammatory bowel disease. Oxidative stress from peroxynitrites can cause single-strand breaks in DNA. The negative health effects of this chain reaction include causing severe damage to your cells by destroying the cell's mitochondrial function, the cell's membranes, and cellular protein, causing breaks in DNA, greatly accelerating the aging process, and putting you at high risk for chronic health issues. It makes sense that the body tissues with the highest concentration of VGCCs would be at higher risk for EMF damage since cellular damage is triggered through VGCC activation. Those tissues at higher risk are the tissues of the brain, the testes in men, the nervous system, the pacemaker of the heart triggering arrhythmias, and the retina in your eyes. Let's talk about EMFs and specific systems in your body. The brain. When EMFs activate VGCCs in your brain, it releases neurotransmitters and neuroendocrine hormones. When certain parts of your brain have higher VGCC activity, it can produce various neurological effects such as depression, anxiety, Alzheimer's disease, and autism. The heart. Further studies are being done on EMFs and the heart. Currently, EMFs are thought to be a significant factor in heart disease. Some heart issues have been linked to EMF exposure including atrial fibrillation or atrial flutter, slow heartbeat, brachycardia, fast heartbeat, trachycardia, cardiac arrhythmias which are associated with sudden cardiac death and heart palpitations. The reproductive system for men, the EMS from cell phone radiation can increase the risk of infertility, both in sperm motility and sperm viability. Men are at risk if they carry their cell phone in the pants pocket near the groin area or use a laptop computer on their lap. 
There are other organs in the reproductive area that are also sensitive and can be affected by EMF radiation, including the bladder, the colon, the kidneys, and the liver. For women, there is a higher risk of breast cancer if they carry their cell phones in their bra. Endocrine system disruption. Many studies have indicated that EMF radiation is an endocrine disruptor. Your body's endocrine system regulates the production and secretion of hormones that affect important processes such as growth and development, your metabolism, and mood. This makes it especially harmful for adolescents and children because their bodies are still in the developmental stage. What can you do to limit EMF exposure? EMFs are not avoidable, but you can limit your exposure in practical ways. If you are dealing with a major health issue, it can be beneficial to reduce your exposure to EMFs as much as possible. Here are a few general ideas you can start with. Become as educated as possible about the negative effects of EMFs. Use wired connections for your phone and computer. Optimize your nutrition, especially your magnesium level. Consume foods that help to increase NRF2. These and other steps you can take will be highlighted in the next podcast episode, part two of this series. So be sure to tune into that episode. Here's the one minute recap. In this episode, I explored many details about EMF energy and the health hazards, including what EMF energy is, the confusion about EMF exposure, EMF radiation and health hazards, how EMF exposure damages your cells, what happens within your cells, EMFs and specific systems in your body, and a few things you can do to limit EMF exposure, with more to come in the next episode, so stay tuned for that. Here's the bottom line. It's relatively easy to understand and limit exposure to health hazards that you can physically see or detect with your other senses. EMF energy is a health hazard of a different type. You can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't touch it, and you can't taste it. It's truly invisible. It can be felt, but not by everyone. That makes it a challenge to understand and find ways to limit your exposure. Through decades of study and research, EMF radiation has been identified as an underlying cause for many health conditions and serious illnesses. Research has been able to link EMF to specific negative health situations like depression and anxiety and to serious health issues issues like heart health issues and cancers. Since EMF radiation is all around you all day every day, it's almost impossible to completely avoid. Yet there are ways you can minimize your daily exposure to EMFs. The next episode will go into that in detail, so watch for that episode. The Sugar Switch Podcast is a unique, informative, short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that tells it like it is to give you a new perspective about sugar, nutrition, and ways that you can optimize your health. Every episode is available on the sugarswitchpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, GeoSavin, Ghana, and on Android. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate you. I appreciate all Sugar Switch listeners. You, my friend, are awesome. You have listened right to the very end. Virtual hug coming your way. Until next time, cultivate gratitude and live the sweet life without refined foods and sugar. Bye for now. 
Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.